You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And just looking at that, just building ourselves up in the Lord Jesus Christ, such a powerful theme. And uh, I just love uh, just the theme. It's fitting for this year. We are uh, all about building. We're building up you. We're building up your family. We're building up a building. We're building up gas prices. We are uh, building up our, uh, our courage to go out and leave our homes without a mask. Uh, we're building up uh, national debt with all the stimulus checks that we are getting. It, it's great. We're building up over and over and over. No, but with that, really this theme has truly been amazing. Just looking at the Lord and what he's done in my life personally with this theme. Uh, just a little personal testimony about uh, this theme. I remember uh, reading in Jude chapter 20 or Jude chapter 1, really just this entire passage I was reading it uh, this past fall, and I was just diving in, just you know, kind of studying it there. And it was pretty amazing as the Lord was just working on me in those really those two verses. And uh, I remember we came into uh, the offices that day, and Pastor had called Brother David and myself in, and uh, we got to come in. And Pastor said, "I I believe we have the theme for this year," and uh, he wanted to share it with us. And so he shared it with us, and he said. We're going to uh, pull the theme from Jude 20, 21. And literally that exact same verses that stuck out to me that morning were the same verses that Pastor said that our theme was going to be for the year. And it was just truly amazing to see the Lord work. Brother David, unfortunately, said, sorry guys, I didn't have that. Uh, but, you know, with that, just to see how the Lord works and, you know, just watching how the Lord has really worked in my own life uh, over this past uh, couple months, just looking at seeing how... Our family has grown personally just to see uh, the direction the Lord has been taking us. And yes, as Pastor mentioned, uh, we are going into a ministry of evangelism. We're looking to go around and travel to churches and be an encouragement, to be a blessing, to be able to serve alongside other believers, just trying to bring some life, bring some encouragement to these ministries, especially with all that's been going on with COVID. A lot of ministries are still hurting because of it and haven't been able to rebound and haven't been able to uh, get back into churches. Some of them are still going online. Some of them uh, haven't really had the attendance like they once did. And so our desire is really just to come and encourage and just try to be a blessing and a help uh, that we can be. But as I just look at this, uh, the building theme, you know, we're under construction and we ought to see progress in our life. We ought to see some growth. And with that growth, we'll find change. And what we'll find is we'll find change in our lives. And change is okay as long as it's coming from growth. What we find is growth brings change. However, change doesn't guarantee growth. We have to make sure that we're seeing change in our life as a result of our growth in the Lord Jesus Christ. If we're changing, what often happens is we change, maybe we stop coming to church, maybe we stop reading our Bible, maybe we stop uh, walking with the Lord, and what do we find? We find a change, but it's not growth, and it's going in the wrong direction, it's destruction, and so what we want to see is we want the Lord to just grow in our life so that we can fulfill the purpose that He has called us to do. 
God has a plan for each of us to fulfill. God has a mission for us to accomplish, and He wants to use us for it. And uh, we just have to be willing to take those steps of faith and looking forward just to see what the Lord does in our lives and continues to do here in Bible Baptist Church and looking forward to seeing uh, just how the Lord will build each and every one of us up this year. Tonight we'll be in the book of 1 Corinthians. If you please turn there, 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. And uh, as Pastor had mentioned the theme to us that day, I was pondering and asked myself, I'm sure I'll have an opportunity to preach this upcoming year, and was just trying to think of maybe what would be uh, my first message in regards to the theme. What would be uh, my message that would be tying in back to the theme for our year? And so uh, the Lord had really just stuck this out uh, to me in 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, and we'll be in verse number 9 and 10 is what we'll read, but we'll be in this passage here this evening. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning in verse number 9. And uh, if you just please stand in honor of reading God's word, please, we'll read that here this evening. I'll read verse number 9 if you join with me on verse number 10. And uh, just excited to see what the Lord has for us tonight. Verse number 9, the Bible says, For we are laborers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. And tonight, as we look at this, God states in his word, he states uh, right there in verse number 9, I want you to look there, for we are laborers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. I want us to focus real quick on this uh, verse here. It says that we are God's building. We are a building. And with that, we are a building that is, uh, that building is a representation of our life. That building is in construction for as long as we live, and the construction deadline is when we pass on into eternity, when we take our last breath here on earth. What we find is, not only is the building our life, but we find that we are God's building. God is the owner. God is, has the specific design for each of our buildings. He has a purpose for each and every one of us. And God is an engaged owner. He is one that doesn't just sit back and watch, but he's wanting to get involved and engaged in building us up. But then also we find that we are laborers together with God, that we are builders. And with that, we are to be building up our lives, building, us, uh, building each other up, so that way we can do exactly what God wants wants us to do. It's our daily job. We can't slack off. So Paul, right here, he says, as a wise master builder, he gives some insight on how to build ourselves, uh, God's building. And so tonight, I'd like to take these insights and just uh, do some building inspections. And so the title of the message this evening is, How's the Building Coming? And let's pray. Dearly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you so much for all that you've done, Lord. You've been so good to us. I pray that you please strengthen us. You'd encourage us. You'd challenge us here tonight. I pray that as we look to do some inspections tonight, I pray that we would look in our own lives, we look in our own buildings to see how we are doing, to make sure that we're following your plan, to make sure that we're on track. I pray that you would just guide us, direct us. I pray that you'd use me mightily just to proclaim your holy word. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. How's the building coming? 
often when we have an inspector come on property, uh, you know, the first question is, how's the building coming? How's it coming along? You know, is everything going smoothly? And, you know, you, you kind of ask that question. You may have asked that to my other pastor or any of the staff. How's the building coming? Why? Because you've invested into that building and you want to know the progress. You want to know how it's coming along. And what we find here is this question really of just how's the building coming? Each and every one of us, we are a building. We are God's building. And we ought to be building upon it each and every day of our life. We ought to be building ourselves up. And it's so very vital, so very important. And we have to make sure that we are constantly checking ourselves and making sure that we are pro uh, progressing. And so the first point here tonight, the first inspection that we have is the foundation inspection. The foundation inspection. The foundation is the most vital part of the building. It is the first part of the building. Without the foundation, you cannot uh, build, you cannot grow, you cannot begin. Our first inspection tonight is the foundation inspection. And so what kind of foundation do we have to have? Or, or what kind of foundations are there? Two types of foundations here tonight in Matthew chapter number 7. If you please turn there. Verse number 26 to 27. I'm trying to move quickly. I have a little time limit. I've had a tendency to go a little bit long. I can't make a joke about me going long because my wife said so. Uh, she says I say that every single time that I talk long and I'm going to get in trouble for this because she told me exactly that I was going to do this and I wasn't intending to do this. It just happened to happen. All right. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 7, verse 26 and 27, the Bible says, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. This foundation of sand, it's unstable. It is unreliable. It is unfitting for our building, and it is uh, offered by this world. We look at the world, it tries to offer us something that is cheap, something that is tempting, something that is easy. The devil wants to give us uh, the, the most comfortable, most convenient way possibly for us to lay our foundation so that way we can easily fall. The devil wants to destroy our life. The world does not want us to succeed. We have to look at the world and it, it's saying that uh, build your life upon career, build your life upon the TV and the social media and the news, build your life upon the lust of the flesh. It sounds like a great deal because it's easy. It's easy to do. It's very easy to do. It's cheap. It's not where you have to put a lot of labor or effort into. It just comes natural because it's the lust of the flesh. It sounds like a great deal, but it, your life is too valuable. Your building is too valuable. God has a plan. You can't take shortcuts. You can't cut corners. You have to build your life upon the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't build your life upon the, the sand because it won't stand. We look at two verses prior to that, Matthew 7, 24 and 25. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. 
And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. That second foundation is the foundation of the solid rock. And I'm so glad that we can have that foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one that we can, uh, we can build our lives upon. We find in 1 Corinthians 3, 10 and 11, our text verse here, it says, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2.20 says, And ye are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. We have to come to an understanding that Christ ought to be the focal point. He ought to be the most important part of our life. That he is our foundation. If we're ever going to build anything that's going to matter for eternity, it has to begin with Christ. We have to have Christ as our foundation. Colossians 2, 6 and 7, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Psalm 18, 2, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and horn of my salvation and my high tower. What we find is, our Christian life must be founded upon the Lord Jesus Christ. If we're ever going to build anything that's going to last for eternity, we have to build it on the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're not saved today, your house will fall. Your building will fall. It will not stand through the trials of this life. It will not stand through the fire when the judgment day comes. We have to make sure that our life is founded on the Lord Jesus Christ, that we have trusted him as our Savior, that we have built our life upon him because he is that foundation. Secondly, we find the framing inspection. The framing inspection. We first looked at the foundation inspection, making sure that Jesus Christ is that foundation. You have to ask yourself, is Jesus Christ the foundation of my life? Yes, you might be saved, but if you are building your life upon your career, you're building your life upon uh, your joys and fun here in this life and trying to build uh, just whatever this world is drawing you into, whatever de you desire to have of this world, if that's what you're trying to build your life upon, it's going to fall. It's not going to be strong. It has to be upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Secondly, we find the framing inspection. In 1 Corinthians 3, 10 and 12, it says, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. Verse number 12, it says, Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, Wood, hay, stubble. When we look at a building project, the framing is almost always the most expensive part of a building. It is easy to cut corners because of the cost that it brings. It costs time, labor, and materials. For this framing inspection, we have to look at the framing plans. We have to look at those plans, and we have to make sure that our framing lines up with the plans. Does our building, does our life line up with God's plan? God has given us his holy word. It is the plan for our building so that we make sure that we are reading God's word, that we're uh, meditating upon it, that we are diving into it to making sure that our life is lining up with God's word. 
The framing has a lot of expenses. Our responsibility, though, as builders is the time and the labor. Praise the Lord, God provides the plans and the materials. In 1 Corinthians 3.10, it says, But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. Just hold for a minute. Be careful what you build on that foundation. We have that foundation, Jesus Christ, but before you start building, make sure that you're building what is right. Make sure that you're building what is according to the plan of God. 1 Corinthians 3.12, it says, Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or stubble. Or wait, hay is stubble. Now if I were to ask you, if I were to di divide these up into two sections, gold, silver, precious stones, or wood, hay, and stubble, which would you like your building to be made of? Go ahead. Go ahead and answer. Let me hear, for you, hear it. Gold, silver, precious stones, right? That's what we want our home to be, or our building to be built of. Now, can you imagine building a building made out of those three, those three materials? Pastor, have you done that before? Not in all the building projects that you've done? You use wood, right? Probably because it's cheaper, one. And it's definitely a lot easier. When it comes to gold, silver, to make a building out of those materials it's extremely difficult it requires a lot of skill we find here that god he provides these resources for us all right he provides these materials let's just say that god provides the gold silver the precious stones which is the bible because it's worth more than riches God has given us the power of prayer. God has given us the church. God has given us a pastor. God has given us the fellowship of believers. God has given us all these things. These things are worth gold, worth silver, worth precious stones of building our lives around. But what happens is, like we said, we would all desire for our house or our building to be made of gold and to be silver and to be precious stones. But remember, we are the builders here. And it's going to require work. It's going to require effort. It's going to require time. And with that, oftentimes we'll see somebody else, we'll see a family. Man, I want my family to be like that. Their family is it's held together. They're successful. They're enjoying life. They're not having the heartaches and frustrations of all the problems that this world brings. Why is that? Because they took the time, they took the effort, they took the investment that it took to mold and to use the gold, silver, to use the word of God in their life, to use the power of prayer, to build them up as a family. So oftentimes, we look at that, if we're going to build that ourselves, it's too much work. The Christian life, trying to you know, make sure our kids turn out for the Lord. It's too much work. That's why we just let the public school system take care of it. We let the TV be our babysitters. We let this world take care of our children. And you know what? It's too difficult. It's too much work. And so often what we find here is we allow the world 
to provide another solution. We allow the world to uh, give us a solution that calls for less effort and less time. We find the wood, the hay, and the stubble. It's for our convenience because, you know what, it's simple, it's cheap, it's easy, it's something that we can do. You don't have to really put any effort in because why? The world wants us to use its philosophies. The world wants us to use its TV shows and movies and to promote their agendas. The world wants us to uh, look at social media and use the politics and the public schools and the careers and the parties and all the excitement that this world offers. And the world wants us to use that to build our life upon. And you know what? What we find is those things are wood, hay, and stubble. They're of no value compared to the gold, silver, and precious stones. The world is saying, build your life with this. It's easy. We'll do it for you. The world is working to mislead us from the truth, to consume our time, to corrupt our children. we got to ask ourselves, how's the building coming? Are we working at trying to frame up our building with what God has given us or what the world has given us? We have to make sure that we are taking the Bible and using it to build our life. We're taking the power of prayer to build our life. We're taking the church to build our life so that we can grow in the Lord. Are you building it according to God's plan or are you using the word of God? Are you using these things to frame your life? Moving quickly, we look at the framing progress. Are you making progress with you? Are you moving forward for the Lord? Are you growing? Are you getting things done as a Christian? We have to ask ourselves that. What are we doing for the gospel? Are we progressing for the gospel? Are we becoming a better soul winner each and every day of our life? Or are we degrading in that? We have to make sure that we are constantly sharpening ourselves and making progress in our own life. I look at my own life as a teenager. My 11th grade year, it was, it was a year that was probably one of my rebellious years. My, my dad makes fun of me because... He has a similar testimony to pastor, just a rough, you know, just kind of growing up, being able to do what you, you wanted to do. And my dad just has this testimony of just being in the world. And I say my rebellious years, and he just laughs at me because I was in a Christian home my entire life. I didn't really have a whole, you know, whole lot to really do as a rebel, you know. But I know within my heart I was a rebel. I know within my heart I was wanting to get away from it all. I remember my 11th grade year, I wanted nothing to do with it anymore. I remember my 11th grade year, I was trying to come up with a plan of somehow to maybe just, you know, leave, get on my own, somehow take care of myself, and try to do whatever I could just to get away from it. And I just remember that time in my life, and I was playing sports, and I loved sports. I mean, that was my life in high school. It was all that I ever thought about, everything I did. I spent three hours a day minimum playing basketball and practicing and trying to get better. And what happened was my senior or my junior year of high school, we went to a tournament, and this was the turning point. It was, it, it's kind of funny how the Lord works. He takes what we love and what we care about, and He uses it to get our attention. And basketball we had a tournament it was at pasco the uh, president's day tournament and we were definitely one of the favorites for there we won the championship the last year and with that we were excited about the tournament we were excited about coming up i was the captain of the team at this point and i was averaging 20 points a game and i was ready to go i was excited and we got to this tournament 
and we played this team that was absolutely terrible, all right? But what was even worse was the Lord had humbled me and made me play the worst game I've ever played in my entire life. I cannot imagine, like, seriously, all I shot was layups, all right? That's how I was as a player. I mean, I did jump shots here and there, but I was fast break, transition. I always drove to the basket, okay? That was my, that was my game. That's how I played. I wasn't at the three-point line, didn't do any of that. But that's all I did. So I got really good at making layups, regardless if I got fouled, if I was flying, you know, with my head down, my feet up in the air, throwing it up, somehow making it in. That was, that's just what I was good at, and that's what I did. And I'm telling you, this game, I probably had to miss probably at least 15 wide-open layups. And probably about, I was probably, I think I was 4 for 40 that game. It was absolutely terrible. It was miserable. I was so humiliated. And we lost that game, and we didn't even make it to the playoffs for the remaining of the tournament. I was so frustrated. I was so mad. I kept asking myself, why is this happening? And, you know, you just look at God's word and how God will abase any of those that are full of themselves, that are prideful. And I just, I realized that, and it was just like, man, if I want to be successful, if I want the Lord's blessing on my life, I got I to gotta get my life around. And at that point, it, it's crazy how the Lord used that. But from going, from having a heart of not wanting to do anything with the Lord, not wanting to do anything with church, wanting to leave, wanting to get out of it, being a rebellious teenager where all the teachers said, don't hang around that kid because he's a bad influence. Going from that, my junior year to my senior year was a complete 100%, 100, uh, excuse me, 180, man, 180 degrees, not 360. Don't want to do a 360. But 180 degrees transformation. The Lord had just really just worked in my life, convicted me, and you know what? I was on fire for the Lord that year. I was so excited about serving the Lord. I surrendered my life that year. I got on fire for the Lord. I got on track. I got everything. My relationship with my parents got a whole lot better, and things just started to fall in line. I went to Bible college, and I was excited about that and ready to go, and just to watch the Lord bless but there was that progress that had to be made. And you know what had to happen? In order for us to make progress, sometimes we have to tear down. We have to remove some things. Just like this building out here, we had to remove some things in order to get progress in what direction we were wanting to go. And we might have to ask ourselves, what is that in our life that we have to remove from our life? So that way we can progress for the Lord. Moving quickly, I am pretty much out of time, all right? Number three, the fire inspection. The fire inspection. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3 and verse number 13, the Bible says, Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. What we find is we find the revealing of our work. One day when we pass, our building will be done. What we did on this earth, our work, it will be made known. It will re be revealed by the fire. 
In 2 Corinthians 5.10 it says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Our actions, our motives, what we do with our life, it's going to be judged one day. How we build our life, it's going to be revealed. And you know what's going to happen is, there's going to be that reward. There's going to be a reward for the good, and there's going to be a reward for the bad. For the bad, what we find here in verse number 14, it says, If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, or excuse me, verse number 15, If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. That's the reward, his loss. If you build up your life in the things of this world with the wood, the hay, and the stubble, it's just going to burn up. It's not going to last for eternity. So don't build your life upon those things. Frame up your life in the things of the Lord and build up yourself in the gold and the silver and the precious things that God has to offer us. Because in, if any man's work abide, verse number 14, which he that hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. And you know what? One day I want that reward. I want the Lord to say, uh, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want the Lord to be pleased with my life. I want the Lord to be pleased with my actions and what I do with it. Praise the Lord, our foundation, it will never be destroyed, Jesus Christ, if we are saved. What we find here is that everything else will burn up, but not the foundation. The foundation will remain, but what we build upon it, will it last for just a moment or will it last for eternity? Let's build ourselves in the Lord that we may receive a reward for our work. How's the building coming? We must ask ourselves that question. How's your foundation? Are you saved? Are you building your life upon the Lord Jesus Christ? How's your framing? Are you using the things that God has provided for us to build our life up in the Word of God, in the power of prayer, in the church? Are you allowing God to build you up in those things? And lastly, are you building, is your building fit for the fire? One day, we're going to pass through that fire, and if it remains, we'll receive that reward. But if it doesn't, everything that we did in this earth was in vain. And we don't want that to be the case. If we have to rebuild, if we have to reconstruct some things, let's do it today. Let's not put it off. Let's not hold off another day. Let's get started today. Let's build ourselves up in the Lord. And let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you so much for all that you've done. Thank you so much for just challenging me with this passage. Lord, I just think of this theme has been so powerful for me personally. Just see, see how you worked in my life, Lord. Have you been uh, building me up? And Lord, I know that it's a constant work until I take my last breath. Lord, I have to keep on building. I have to keep on uh, just taking those gold and silver and precious stones and applying those materials that you have given to us uh, to our life, Lord, that we would just build a building that would be uh, fit for the fire, that it would be able to withstand, Lord, to the trials of this life, that it would be able to withstand just that judgment day, Lord, that we would receive the rewards that you have for us. Lord, I pray that we would remain faithful to you. I pray that we would just uh, stay committed, that we would evaluate our lives, we would take these inspections, that we would make sure that we are going according to your plan. With all heads bowed and eyes closed, no one looking around, we'll have a time of invitation. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. 
If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.